I guess you already know why my my voice is kind of gone this week, huh? You told me that wasn't the case. You told me that you were already sick, and then you partook in an activity that did not allow you to facilitate or for your body to facilitate the healing process, which is you went to a concert. This is true. I did go to a concert, and um, I want to be old when you have to talk over speakers, even though you're not sitting very close to them. I was sitting at the very back of the concert. I uh, still lost my voice even more. So, yeah, I did go to a concert. It was a, um, I, uh, God, what do you want to call it? Like an early 2000s, like one hit wonders concert. So, um, but it was cheap and it was like in town and I was, I had the day off. So I said, all right, let's, let's go to the concert. Why not? So uh, the four bands that were there were Hoobastank. Um, Dang, are they still together? I know they were like uh, Baby Brother Incubus stuff, but... I, I mean, I guess they are. I didn't do the research to see if the um, if like it's all the original band members or not, but uh, I guess they're together because they played. Uh, the second band was Fuel. Um, the third band was Lifehouse. And the fourth band was The Wallflowers. Ooh, I saw Lifehouse at the, the Del Mar Fair in san diego when it was still called the del mar fair and not the san diego county fair yeah they were actually kind of my favorite because the number of hits they have are you know at least they got four to me bigger yeah exactly it was like all right they're not a quite a one-hit wonder they they kind of made it successful they released more than two or three albums i think so they actually have something to to sing but yeah, the uh, the Wallflowers were supposedly "quote unquote" the headliner, and the only song I know by them is uh, I think it's called "One Headlight." But yeah, it's like the only song I've ever heard of them, and so I was kind of confused as to why Lifehouse was the uh, the like act before the headliner. Yeah, I mean, whenever you go to bands that, especially like you said, it was this one hit wonder type thing. Um, these bands from the early 2000s or the mid 2000s or any time in the 2000s, it was just a it was a rough period for music where there was a lot of experimentation, but not a lot of success in that area. So I don't know, like I grew up and that was kind of like prime time of music for me. Right. At least it wasn't like the 90s, but I guess it was all like alternative rock, though. Right. That's all that it is. I think those all those bands kind of fall under that alternative rock genre. Yeah, I think they fit pretty squarely in that uh, genre. So, I mean, we could just mop it up with like Uba Stank uh, and Creed and Nickelback and Hinder and all the other like alternative rock, you know, stuff that came out of the that air. See, I think I liked like one or two Uba Stank songs. And I think I remember actually getting like one of their albums, but only liking like two songs off the album. And that's when you realized, you know, that. You know, when you hear a song on the radio or you hear a good song, it doesn't necessarily mean that the album is going to be great. So thanks, Hoobastank, for ruining music for me. I'm just kidding. It wasn't their fault. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I've uh, I've lost my voice a little bit. So uh, hopefully by uh, next episode, I'll have it back and uh, I, I won't be down like a whole other like octave. <laughs> I sound pretty, pretty bad right now. But uh, anyway. Moving on to uh, follow-up. I know we talked about this last time that I, I hadn't watched my movie. I have watched my movie. Yay! Yeah, it's... Um, so, it's it's interesting. The The movie was... Um, like, 
I don't know. There's there's a lot of names, and that that really makes it hard for me because I was like really trying to keep things straight. And there's so many characters and 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 random goofy names. You know, I mean, like the name of a planet or the name of you know a ship or something like that. And it's just it's all foreign to me. So me- memorizing all that and understanding the plot line was a little tough. But I, um, you know, in some ways it seems like this is destined to be like a um, Luke and Leia get together at some point kind of plot um, because he goes and like rescues her, it seems like. But, um, but I don't really know the, this is the original, this is the number one movie, right? Like in, in terms of the sequence, this is the number one. Am I correct in that, Adam? So, yeah. So you watch Star Wars, A New Hope. And yes, this is the first Star Wars movie they ever made. Now it doesn't mean it's the first in the actual storyline, but it's the first one they made. So if you noticed when the, the title crawl sequence went up, it said episode four, right? And you're like, well, why, why are we starting in episode four? Why don't we start with episode one? I was like, well, there's a reason for that. Um, but yes, so you watch that and the plot kind of takes off. And that's kind of the beauty of this movie is that you don't have to know anything about the first movies other than what they give you in the beginning. And that's what kind of makes it so much fun is because you're kind of trying to figure out what all this stuff is. And that's what is is fun about the movie is you don't know and you have to guess and you kind of learn about these, these characters and you know that they have some kind of history and they've been through some kind of, you know, they've been through their own story, but you don't know what that story is. You're only seeing a couple new characters get introduced and you're looking at their story. But like you said, there are a lot of characters and there are a lot of planets, but you don't really need to know all of that to follow the plot. I mean, like you said, you can sum it down and you can dumb it down to being, you know, like boy saves girl type thing, you know. Um, but it's much larger than that. I mean, it gets into a lot. Uh, and this was a real struggle for me because this movie is is very iconic. And I, I wanted you to watch it because I think out of all of the movies, you definitely need to see this one to understand and appreciate what Star Wars is. Now, I will say that though the movie immediately after this which is the empire strikes back is probably arguably one of the best star wars movies and it fills in a lot of the blanks for you by answering you know questions of what this is what that is who this person is all of that and it can be argued that that's the more like pop culture relevant one but i figured you have to see the first one before i could show you the second one so i i guess it's a good I don't know. It's a fun movie. I I saw this movie when I was a kid um, on VHS. You know, we had it and I used to watch it all the time. And it's just a good movie. So many, you know, just fun sequences. Just you look at the characters and the the puppeteering and all of that. It's it's a great movie. In my opinion, but this isn't my opinion piece. This is your opinion piece. Yeah. So, I mean, as the opinion goes, it wasn't. It wasn't thumbs down, that's for sure. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't my favorite movie. Um, I'm not sure how. So, so this is a unique one, and in the sense that, like, I know Star Wars spans like decades in terms of production value. So, um, obviously, some of the production value is lost on the fact that this one is. When was this made, Adam? Like the '80s. Um, I always forget exactly when it was. Maybe '70s. I'm not sure, but. It's going to be it's going to be 70s. Yeah, cuz it was on that 70s show. Yeah, it's the 70s. Okay, so I mean, that being said, it is it's kind of rough because some of that like, you know, 
CG or, you know, whatever you want to call it is in the, the action scenes is a little rough to watch today, but I'm sure some of the new stuff is just insane with what they can do today. But, um, and it really wasn't like, Oh wow. Oh my God. I want to see that again. Or I want to watch the whole thing and all the series, but, um, it wasn't bad for me. I would say I would kind of give it somewhere between, you know, thumb sideways and thumbs up. It wasn't, it wasn't bad and it wasn't my favorite. So, I mean, I think you did a decent job on this one. Well, this one was the May the 4th be with you, which is why I chose it for May. It's because on May 4th is Star Wars Day. And obviously that's a, a nod to May the 4th be with you. So, Yeah, and, and I watched it like at the end of May. So yeah, that was that was kind of... Well, that's not my fault. That's not my fault. As long as you watched it sometime in May, I was okay with that. But now you at least know where May the 4th comes from. Yes, I do. And I, I mean, I knew it was from this before, but, you know, now I I have some more context. So um, I can't complain too much with that, I guess. But um, but next month, um, you know, is a uh, kind of a, a different month, right? Is Didn't you say last episode, this is the uh, the, the June month, which we're recording in now is uh, Hoarders. Let me let me pull up your movie list here. And just check. Yep. So June is going to be your hoarders month. So because you are a digital hoarder and refuse to admit it, you have to watch. What did we agree on? Three episodes? Yeah, I think it was three episodes. So uh, find me them three episodes I got to watch and uh, I will uh, I'll plow through some cringeworthy digital hoarding. Oh, man. Well, it's, this isn't this is physical hoarding that you get to watch. This is physical hoarding. I guess that's true. All these people are like like mite infested and ugh. Well, I'm going to try to be nice to you and I'm going to try to, you know, just go spread across the whole spectrum of, you know, the nasty horde, the horde that's just, you know, like disgusting and gross to look at. And then there's the clean, you know, what they feel is organized horde where it's not like things are rotting and, you know, all this other stuff, but it's just they have so much junk that they should just really get rid of but it's not like a mess. It's not all moldy. It's not horrible. And then there's the ones that there's people are just physically or not physically, but mentally incapable of letting go of things. So I seem to kind of go through the best of hoarder scenarios and uh, pick out three and I'll, I'll work with my wife on this one. Cause she and I watched hoarders a couple times. And if there's anything, if, if you ever want motivation to clean your house, ju- just watch like two episodes of hoarders and you will want to, you know, clean everything. So I'll I'll find you some good episodes. All right. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So my infamous uh, drop in the uh, end of an episode a couple weeks ago was that I thought we should talk about backpacks. And um, I know we've talked about our kind of daily carry and what we put in our, you know, uh, our backpacks to some degree, but um, bags is like a big thing. And, and, you know, speaking of hoarding, um, I, uh, I have like two on hand at all times and, and there's like, you know, an empty fresh one at the top of the closet ready to go whenever, whenever one needs to be ready to go. Cause if a backpack breaks, Hey, I've got a, I've got a backup. And so, um, I guess I want to kind of start with, uh, a, a, just a, a question to Adam about, you know, when you're looking for a backpack, what is your kind of criteria or do you even really have criteria? So when I look for a backpack, it really boils down to just being comfortable for me. 
Um, also, there's a little bit of the fashion sense too. Like I want something that's going to look nice. So I do care about that. And I'm not big on like the whole pockets thing, the whole organization thing. Like as long as it will fit my computer, it will fit, you know, a jacket and everything else after that, I'm pretty lenient on. I'm pretty like, eh, whatever. But I just need something that's going to, you know, not be a sore, an eyesore, right? It has to look decent and hold all my stuff, which I don't carry that much. I'm a pretty light, you know, traveler packer. My day pack, you know, doesn't have too much in it. So I'm pretty easy going with this. And I've tried a number of, you know, backpacks and I kind of, you know, flip from one to the other as it goes. It seems like every six months I'll kind of flip back and forth. But I've I've stuck with one now for like, I want to say probably seven months or so. So, but I don't I don't look for much. I'm not I'm not terribly picky when it comes to this. All right. So a couple of things right away that, that we differ on. One, I never put a jacket in a backpack ever. Doesn't go in a backpack. I don't know why it's just Dude, I have a rain jacket all the time. Like there's a rain jacket and an umbrella just in case because those things pack so small. It's like, well, whatever. You never know when it's going to rain. And in California, when it rains, no one's prepared for it. So I figure I might as well try to be prepared for it. I'll be honest. So when it's the winter esque months or the shoulder months of spring and, and, and fall, I just live in a jacket. It's on me from the moment I leave the house and walk outside Till you know, I get to work. Then it goes usually on a chair on a hanger, and uh, and then it you know comes back on me when I go outside and I go back home. Other than that, it it's never you know it, it just goes everywhere. It doesn't live in the backpack. That's just my thing. Um, one of the things that we're also different on is I don't change backpacks very often. Um, the one I have right now, I probably have had for about two years. And it looks really new. It doesn't really get dirty or, or, or anything because it, uh, you know, I tried to take care of it. And um, I guess the empty bag at the top of the closet has just been hanging there and is ready to go whenever I need it. The other thing I can say that we're different on is I carry everything with me. I'm always ready for the you know end of the world apocalypse scenario. And so I carry all sorts of adapters and, and cables and just, be ready for whatever comes your way. So, um, so that's kind of where I stand with, with backpacks. And I know you and I are both backpack people. Um, I think you've talked before briefly about you've done, um, messenger bags, I think before, but have you ever done, um, the, the Merce, Adam? So you said Merce, like, a, are you saying like a man purse? Is that what you're saying? Or like a over the shoulder briefcase type thing? No, not that, not that, that I just classify generally as like a messenger bag as well. Um, but basically what I'm talking about is that, you know, like crossbody sling that you put your iPad in or something like that, a, a small bag that would only fit like iPad wallet, sunglasses, and, and usually goes like crossbody. No, never. All right. So I can say I, I have done this. Um, I, I, I do own one. Um, the only place I feel comfortable honestly wearing it and not being completely and utterly judged is Europe because it's a common thing for guys in Europe to do this. Um, so I, I do own one. I've worn it in the States like five times probably. Uh, but when I go to Europe, I bust that thing out and I go everywhere with it. And it has my iPad in it most of the time um, because when I'm going around in Europe, I love putting a cellular connection on my iPad because it's not as risky as my phone. And um, it's really nice when you're out and about to have a big screen that you can, 
browse uh, on and get directions and kind of plan your day. So I definitely have done the merge thing and I have one if I need it. So I can say that for sure. Now, I thought you were all carry everything with you at all times. But so when you're traveling, that's obviously not the case. You only want to carry one thing just to minimize your attack surface, I'm assuming. Um, you you funny little stupid tourist, you. Um, but yeah, so um, I, when I travel, I, I'm also one of those people that has um, a Scotty vest. Have you ever heard of that, Adam? Yeah, with the five billion pockets for everything under the sun. Yep. So I definitely put like five things in it and not like 500 things, but um, it is very, very nice to be weighted down and to have a thousand pockets that a pickpocket can try to stick their hands in, but is probably going to get a pocket that has nothing in it because there's a thousand pockets in you. So that's really nice. And I just carry the, um, you know, here in the States, I really wouldn't be worried about walking around with an iPad if I wanted to. Um, But in Europe, it's a little a little uh, scarier for me, at least, because I look like a an American. So I'm an easy tax attack surface. So uh, yeah, I, I carry the the man verse, the satchel, whatever you want to call it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I get from a utility standpoint, you know, wanting to be able to carry something. But let me tell you, this man is that when I'm going somewhere, if it was just me, sure, and it, if it was just me having to carry my stuff, great. But I travel with four other individuals, four other, you know, family members, my wife and my three kids. And that means that, hey, guess who's the pack mule? It's me. So that backpack that I carry is full of everything, everything. So there is no way I could get away with carrying a purse. I totally understand that. I, 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 like, I pity you a little bit because... I understand that when you have shorter people around, those shorter people tend to pack meal you because you're the bigger person. So it's, you know, hey, dad, I don't want to carry my sweater right now. You're carrying my sweater. So I don't have that problem at the moment where I have children around me that I'm usually carrying stuff for. So I could understand in your scenario, you, you want to go as light as possible. And what's funny is, so you mentioned this Merce is like, okay, well, if I'm by myself, I'm carrying the absolute minimum. So it's like, I'll have a phone and a wallet and that's it. Like, I don't want anything else. There's nothing else on me at that point in time. So there's no need for me to carry like this man purse or anything like that. Um, I will say that when we went to, on our cruise, um, uh, Alex got a fanny pack. We got a fanny pack just for the trip basically. And she carried around the phones and like the passports and the money and everything. So she was sporting a fanny pack, just like a little hip pack. And I was, you know, pretty much like no cares in the world, nothing on me. So it was kind of liberating that aspect because I didn't have to carry anything. But yeah, most of the time I'm weighed down. I got I got everyone's stuff. Yeah, I, I totally understand where you come from there. So um, but uh, so I think you've kind of answered my uh, my third question before we dive into our picks. But um you said you're not too concerned with all the, I think you said in, in your backpacks, all the pockets and the sort of fasteners and things that come in them. So you just kind of want some sort of wide body receptacle that you can toss a computer in and, and uh, you know, your jacket and anything else. And you're not so concerned with it, like has a cutout for a pen and has a cutout for, you know, headphone cables or your keys or anything like that. So the last thing I want to do, and you, you put this as too many pockets. So with too many pockets, the last thing I want to do is go hunting in a pocket to find out where something is. Because I've played that game where it's like, oh, what pocket did I put this in? I, I don't like playing that game. I would rather dig around in one pocket maybe 
you know, to try to find something. But most of the time, I'm pretty organized when it comes to that. So like my current backpack, it has, you know, the main pocket and then it has a sunglass pocket and then like the pen and wallet slash keys one and then a cooler, like a little cooler pocket. And like, that's all I need. Uh, and then some water bottle things on the side and then I'm good. But I don't like tons of pockets. Like I don't need to organize every little bit and put it all together. So I- I'm kind of more geared, I guess, in between simplicity and pockets. Like, I don't want just one giant thing to throw everything in, you know, like a messenger bag, which is most of the time, you know, what those are. I would rather have, you know, just a large general receptacle, like, or a couple of those. And then I can just throw stuff in there and sort through it easily. But I don't want, like, a specific pocket for this. And I don't care about headphone cutouts for this or yada, yada, yada. Interesting. Okay. It's kind of interesting because I prefer a few more pockets. I mean, I don't need it to be hundreds down to a T, you know, or anything, but I do like, you know, having some organization and knowing that, you know, Hey, my keys go in the same pocket inside the bag at the same place all the time. And everything has a home. Then I know where to find it. And I'm not digging around looking for it as opposed to what you said there, where you said, you know, Hey, I kind of have, you know, a couple receptacles and I just toss it in, but I know it's in this general region. Um, I kind of like having a specific place that I can find stuff. So we differ, I guess, a little bit there maybe. Um, I don't, I'm not going to go as far as saying, you know, um, I think it was uh, a, like, I don't know, 10 or so episodes ago on uh, an ATP. Marco was talking about some pot, backpack brand called Tombin that allows like way too much customization. I mean, you could – building – the backpack is essentially like building a car to order. It's ridiculous. Um, that is too much for me. I don't want that. I want somebody else to make mainly those decisions for me and just tell me like, hey, you know, I've been designing backpacks for years and this is the backpack you should have and this is why and I'll pick it if I like it. So anyway, with that being said, um, Adam, I would go ahead and I'm going to give it to you. Take it away with some of your favorite bags. So... I guess, you know, I saw what you did and you kind of put like a history of, of the backpacks that you went through. And I didn't want to go through like my entire history because that would just be too much. So I, I tried to boil it down to, let's say. Yeah, well, we all don't change backpacks every six months. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I picked my last three and I, I kind of sorted that by like what I currently have and then what I still have in terms of like bags that are still in my closet. So. Um, what I have right now is I have a backpack and the reason I have a backpack is because whenever I cycle, it's much easier to have a backpack on. It's just more comfortable to cycle with a backpack than it is to come, you know, cycle with a messenger bag. Messenger bag would be great if I actually need to get into the bag while I was riding, but I usually don't I usually just need things to stay put and not move around. And a backpack's definitely going to be more comfortable, especially for, for longer trips. So, um, what I have right now is a Decine campus bag. It's a 33 liter backpack. And I don't know, it's, there's, there's nothing special about it. It's just a backpack with, um, I can try to count the pockets here. It's like, I said, the main pocket and then the sunglass pocket, there's the, like the pen and wallet pocket and then the cooler pocket and then two side pockets for water bottles and that's it. And there's a little laptop divider in the, in the main bag. But other than that, it's just a nice padded bag with a cross strap, a uh, chest strap for kind of extra load bearing and uh stability but that's like what i wear day to day and 
like I said, it holds everything that I need to hold in there. I can throw a laptop in there. I can throw, you know, an iPad in there. Um, I can just throw everything into that guy. And like I said, I, I usually keep a rain jacket and an umbrella and I have a little travel pillow that kind of folds up. Um, I think I mentioned it last time that turtle, right? I think I showed you that. So I have that in there for the times that I actually just like kind of want to sleep on the bus. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's that's my current bag, and that's the one that's kind of stuck with me for a long time. And as of right now, the flavor of the month is that guy. So then the next one that I have is um, a Timbuktu messenger bag, and it's the Timbuktu Command laptop messenger bag. And so I, I had this bag, and I like the bag because it was it was great for holding you know laptop and a couple other things that I need, but it didn't hold as much as the backpack, so it was kind of a lighter pack and I forget which size I had. I want to say it was the medium, um, but they come in various sizes, but this one was nice because it had a TSA friendly um, laptop pocket. So you could put your laptop in there and then it would basically unzip and fold flat. So when the TSA says, Hey, you need to remove your laptop, you know, from its bag, this one was basically TSA approved where you could just unzip this pocket, lay it flat and send the whole thing through the x-ray machine. And this was super helpful when I was um, up here on just away from my family before all of them moved up. And I was flying down to San Diego, you know, once every month uh, because basically I would, you know, take a carry on bag and I would take this messenger bag, which would have all my stuff in it. And that's what I would carry to work every day. So it was really easy to just basically take that with me, throw a pair of headphones in there and get on a plane and then have my carry on. So I never really had to worry about like taking a device out of a sleeve and putting it in a, a bin and sending that to TSA. So that's why I had this. And part of the reason I stopped using it is because one of the guys who uh, rode the bus with me, he had the exact same bag. And that was a little bit awkward for me because I don't know, having the same bag and standing right next to a person and you guys have matching bags. It's kind of like when you wear the same shirt as somebody and he's like, Oh, you guys like match today. And it's like, mm, yeah, I guess. but. He and I matched every day. So that's when I had to switch. I was like, all right, I've had this bag for like six months. It's time to switch. I'm going to go to a backpack. So but I, the Timbuktu Command laptop messenger bag, I, I like that bag. It was a nice bag. So that's one other messenger that I have. And then I, I do have another messenger, which is, I want to say kind of like my my utility one. Or not utility, but just like if I need to throw a bunch of crap and take off somewhere and I just need to hold as much as possible, it's this one. It's a, a Chrome Messenger bag. So Chrome Messenger bags are kind of known for having that seatbelt clip, uh, if you've ever seen them. So, so yeah, yeah, I've totally seen these, and I've almost bought one. So I'm curious to hear this. Yeah, so they they're great bags because they're very durable, and they will hold just tons and tons and tons of stuff, like. Just whatever you want to throw in that bag, you can throw it in. It basically expands out to, you know, as big as you want to make it. And the the padding that they have on their on their sleeve is is top notch. Like there's a lot of padding in there, and that seatbelt makes it really easy to adjust and really easy to take on and off. So it's really geared towards people who actually need to use a messenger bag as a messenger bag. People who you know cycle in every day or. They cycle, you know, as a messenger or a courier for work. Those are really who these are geared for, but they're really nice bags just to have on you. So if I'm ever going somewhere like 
we're going to go on a cycle, you know, somewhere. And it's just, I have to have all the stuff with me. Sometimes it's nice to have this in there, um, especially with kids too, because it's really easy to adjust and slide out in front of you to grab some stuff out of and then slide it back into place and um, readjust it. So that's the reason I kept this bag. I probably haven't taken this bag like as a daily driver for, oh man, over five years. I probably haven't used it, but it's still one that I keep in my closet just because it's there if I ever need to use it. And I can count on one hand of the times that I've needed to use it, but it's good to have it there. Um, I'm looking at the bags right now and I believe it's a citizen model. Uh, yeah, the citizen messenger bag. That's the one that I have. And when I got mine, I got mine custom made cause you can customize, you know, the, uh, the inside flap, the outside flap. So I think mine's gray and it's orange on the inside. So did you have any other bags? Oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to count the other one. I said I was going to go top three. So let me just delete that from the outline really quick. Uh, yep. There we go. There's just the three. All right. Fair enough. All right. Top three. I'm, I'm actually interested in the Chrome bag. I, um, man, if I could find a place that had a favorable return policy, I would consider trying one of these. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of picky with backpacks and, and messenger bags. Um, so I always kind of find the, you know, read heavily the return policy because I, I, man, I just don't want to be stuck with something I don't like, you know? So, um, this is something that if I found one that had a a good return policy, I would probably give it a try. I honestly don't think you'd like this bag. Why is that? It, it, because it's one pocket. It's not like, it's not your, your super organized section. It's just literally a bag that you toss everything into. and. I feel like you would you would end up like spending more just having stuff in pseudo bags or like packing cubes almost that you would put in here that it would just like negate the whole purpose of having this bag. But I'll you know what I'll do? I can send you mine for like a week if you want to, and then you can just send it back to me. Or next time I come down, you know, I'll just bring it with me and then, you know, we'll meet up and you can just hold on to it for however many months because I don't use it that often. Yeah, I, I... I think that'd be fun if I could uh, daily drive it for a couple of weeks, even I'd, I'd know like this is it or not, you know, that's fine. Just uh, when I, when I give you the dates, so I'm going to come down, remind me and I'll, I'll pack this bag with me. We will, we'll make that happen. All right. So uh, you mentioned how I broke down my, my top three or, or however you want to say this, but basically I summed up my top three by kind of three whole sections. Uh, and the three sections were high school, college, and then just post you know, college work life. And, um, basically I'm going to, I'm going to start with the oldest with high school. And this was when, you know, man, when you were in high school, Jansport was the shit, right? I mean, you probably remember this. Your kids probably still use Jansport. I I would, uh, my kids do not use Jansport. Wow. Do you like, uh, uh, I guess they, they're homeschooled, aren't they? So do they use anything? No, my kids go to public school. They were homeschooled, you know, uh, in the beginning, but they go to school. They go to school every day, so they have um LL Bean backpacks, and just kind of a, a step up from the Jansport ones. Oh, you fancy, huh? It, I think they were the the wire cutter rated ones at one point, but yeah, Jansport was nice because they were super cheap, and you know they had that supposed lifetime warranty, but it just meant you were just getting a new Jansport every year. <laughs> you just buy another twenty dollar backpack. And the LLB ones we have, they they have like glow in the dark and just kind of more patterns and stuff, but a little, I guess, trendier and a little more 
supportive in the uh in the shoulder department for the kids because dude backpacks on kids are huge uh but high school lou could definitely you know he could sport a jan sport but my kids i just wanted to interject there they don't they don't have jan sports yeah so well i mean let's just put it this way the description of the backpack that i had was called the big student backpack so and you were a big student that pretty well describes me so um yeah this this backpack was basically Two giant receptacles. Um, first one was usually just a notebook, and the second one was all the textbooks that I had to lug around because we didn't have lockers in high school. Um, here in California, that's like not really a thing, uh, at least super often, it seems like. Um, it has a top little pencil compartment on the back, and then like a smaller compartment off the very, very back that would commonly, I would stuff like gym clothes and or calculator or something like that in there. So um, I would always just, you know, rock this with a, uh, uh, you know, a, a water bottle on the side. And um, I, I don't know, man, it, it weighed a ton. I'll tell you that much. It really wasn't. What color did you have? Oh, black always. Just always black. Uh, just, just always black. Really? You never branched out to any other color? Just, just black? You know, I think one year I went with like a midnight blue or navy or whatever you want to call it. But even that, like it started to show color at the end of the year and I was just like back to black. So, but you're totally right. These were like the disposable backpack. I mean, for nine months, you spent 50 bucks on a backpack and you were done. You didn't have to worry about it. And and you just kind of threw it away and got a new one next year. Yeah. Did they start getting holes in the bottom of it at the end of it? I mean, when I was in elementary school, at least probably not in, you know, in high school. I think in high school they lasted a bit longer, but man, it was always like just part of the new the new school year tradition, right? You go out and get new school clothes and you get a new school backpack. So you could organize all your stuff and you start off the school year, right? Like, hey, I'm going to be super organized this year. And then, you know, two months into the school year, you're just like, ah, F it. <laughs> and you throw all your crap everywhere. Yeah, I, I tried to be super organized, especially in high school. I was taking all those AP classes. So yeah, that was the thing. Um, but when I moved to college, I switched to uh, Incase, which is a you know pretty popular brand. One I know, I'm sure you've heard of Adam, and um, I switched to kind of a similar style backpack. It was um, familiar to me in a lot of ways because it was a double pocket backpack. Um, as my um, my high school backpack, it had a little more padding uh, on it, which was nice. So. Um, that was really good. And it had a nice laptop pocket that was, you know, like neoprene insulated and, and, um, or kind of fuzzy inside it. So that was cool. Um, it was a great backpack. It, it definitely got me through college because most of the time in college, I was going to classes with like a computer, maybe one textbook and like one notebook. I didn't really need a whole lot of stuff because I walked back to a dorm or something like that. And so I didn't need more than like, one to two notebooks max at any time, and the rest of it lived back at the dorm. So um, some technology in there, and uh, and that was about it. So I really like this backpack. I would definitely go back to this backpack today. It's not something that um, I'm against at all, um, but it 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 is, um, at least at this point, something that I just kind of grew past, and, and uh, four years of anything, and you're kind of like, yeah, all right, it's time for something different. So... That was kind of my reason. It was looking pretty old and tarnished, so I, I, I moved on to another one. 
And um, post-college, I got into Timbuktu. Um, and um, the backpack I chose was the Spire, which I'm this backpack is huge. I'm going to say that just right off the, the bat. And it does have a pretty large just receptacle straight in. But there is um, a variety of like little pockets kind of uh, off it. And there's all sorts of stuff you can hang off the back of it. I mean, just with like you need a carabiner or anything like that. Similar to something you said, Adam, it has a uh, a easy access for uh, TSA. So if you're going through TSA, you can just really easily unzip and grab your laptop and, and go. I also like that it, it sports a laptop slide-in and an iPad slide-in. So you, you get both devices in there if you want to. So um, that's really nice. Um, but I'm not sure if we could compare the cubic inch size of this backpack to your, uh, your Chrome backpack, but uh, it is, it's massive. I can tell you that much. The only other thing that was really lucrative about this one for me is that it, um, it, it was water resistant. So, um, and it kind of grows because of the way the, the, the latch closes. If you fill it, you just kind of latch it a little higher through the loops. And if you, if it's dead empty, it goes down further on the back. It's kind of like a collapsible top. It collapses as much as you want it to. So I don't know. This has been my backpack. I have two of these. I have one I use daily, and the one at the top of the closet is the, you know, air in the spare kind of thing. So you know what's funny is I'm looking at these backpacks that you had, and I'm trying to to find all of the uh, dimensions and everything there. So your Spire backpack only holds 30 liters. Your in-case one held 17 liters, and your big student Jansport held 34. And the backpack that I have has 33. So it's like, my backpack is bigger than your current backpack, but I don't think it feels, I don't think it looks bigger than this backpack that I'm looking at. But mine will hold more stuff, apparently, if I'm going by specifications. And we're talking about your Chrome backpack or your Dakin? No. No, the Dekine one. Yeah, just my backpack will hold more than your Spire giant, weird-looking, crazy thing. Wow. All right. Hey, I mean, if you can fit a lot of stuff in it, I guess that's good, right? I mean, you do stuff a coat in it, so that that's, works well for you. Well, okay, dude, the coat is a rain jacket, and a rain jacket is not like a coat. It's just a jacket. It's a little jacket that you fold up to a size of, just I'm trying to, you know, dimension it out for me. It's like a an eight by four cube or something like that. It's, it's not eight by four rectangle, you know, whatever. Uh, it's not huge. It doesn't take up a ton of space. I don't know, man. I'm never really good at like folding those, uh, bags, uh, or those They come in pouches. You just shove it in a pouch. All right. If you say so. Um, Oh my gosh, dude, I'm going to have to like pull an Amazon picture of someone shoving a rain jacket into a pouch and say like, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I'm going for the, uh, you know, I mean, I, I totally agree. Like, if you if you got a thirty three liter backpack, it's it's pretty big. I mean, I think that's pretty sizable by most backpack standards, right? I mean, your your Chrome one that you were talking about, this the Citizen one, is only a twenty six liter. So your 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 daily driver right now is bigger than your Chrome one, which you said your Chrome one was huge. Yeah, but I think they have different sizes for the Chrome ones, don't they? And now I got to look at all these things, and I don't want to do this. I mean, I'm just going off the the basic Citizen Messenger one here. Not, nothing fancy. This is only thirty. 
30 liter? How many did you say? 26. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. It's pretty close. Four extra liters, man. I could fit four hydro flasks in there, man. Come on. We got to step it up. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just the, uh, the design, right? So this is however many liters, but easy access in and out. And the other one is like, yeah, you're not going to be able to get into this, but you can stuff it full of crap and then have to get into it whenever you have to. I mean, I, I, I guess the other thing I should mention and something I, I didn't even think about is that I have a, I, I wouldn't call it my daily backpack at all. It's, it's a very, very rare backpack um, is my drone backpack, which um, is a uh, in case as well. And that one is monstrous, uh, almost 35 liters, 34.5. Um, so that thing is, is monstrous because I'm, I'm fitting a giant drone in it. So, um, but it's nice cause you throw it on your back and I mean, you kind of look like you're climbing Mount Everest, but at the same time you have a MacBook pro an iPad, a drone, multiple batteries. I mean, you're, you're set. Like you can go anywhere and film whatever you want and edit whatever you want pretty easily. So I can't complain too much with that either, but like caveat there, that's, Definitely not my my daily driver at all. So, what was your daily driver again? The Spire Timbuktu laptop backpack. Oh, that's right, that, that big one. Gotcha. Yeah, man. I I don't know. Like when it comes down to it, like backpacks are such a since they are on you all the time, they are part of you, right? So they do play some role in your identity. So, like I said, for me, I'm looking for simplicity because I need to carry, you know, just what I need to carry, and I don't have a lot of demands in terms of that, right? Like. I have a pair of sunglasses in mind just so I have those and then the rain jacket, like I said, and that's it. And then other than that, I just want it to look like decent when I'm, you know, walking down to the bus stop and because I needed something that was going to match everything that I had, you know, so it's the one that I have is gray. So it just matches everything. And yeah, like, I don't know, like I'm very much a utility person where I'm just like, I just want something to carry all my stuff. I don't care about like how it does it or you know, what it does, but I do care about how it looks. And I had backpacks when I was going to college and like, I used to, you know, go down to the beach all the time and having a backpack was definitely more suited, you know, to go down to the beach, especially when you were riding, you know, with your board down to the beach, it was much easier to have a backpack on than it was to try to carry your fiddle around with like a messenger bag. So I just, I'm just old school backpack all the way. And then the messengers are for when I want to feel fancy. Oh, when Adam gets bougie, he puts on a messenger bag. So cute. Fancy Adam with his fancy messenger. All right. So uh, now that we've kind of, uh, I feel like kind of got our backpack rage out. Is there anything else you, uh, you want to say on this front before we uh, move on? No, man, I'm I'm good with backpacks. Like you wanted to talk about backpacks and I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to spend, you know, like an hour just spewing about every backpack that I've tried because I could definitely do that. But I think it's better just to boil down to like, hey, here's the three that I continue to keep around because all the other ones, like just like with the headphones, like they just get sold off or they get donated or they get handed down to other people. So. All right. Hey, as long as you uh, it almost kind of seems like you uh, you go through stuff a lot. I mean, you move your headphones and you move your backpacks, but um you buy a lot of them and you test a lot of them. So, Hey, I'm, I'm not complaining about that. I will, uh, I will take your reviews and, and hopefully implement them into my future backpack choices. 
as is the typical theme of Adam tries something, likes it, and then Lou also tries it. Yep, that's that's definitely the way it goes. Anyway, uh, well, in a little bit of wrap-up, uh, Adam, you bought a fancy new microphone. Did you splurge? I splurged $20 on it. Big spender! Well, I tried to get someone to spend more, but they were saying no, no. So I, I had to cap my budget and say, like, okay, no, this is what I'm going to spend, so... It's nothing fancy, and it probably doesn't sound that much better than what I was using before, but it's a step up, and it was just kind of more of a trial run to say, like, hey, you know, like, how does this work with the current setup, and what does it sound like, and is it worth it to spend the $20 on on something like a microphone that I'm talking into for a long time? I will say this, though, is that I am much more comfortable in my setup right now, and I've gotten to, like, recline back a couple times, and... I don't have to worry about cables in the way, and it's been it's been nice. I'm I'm not going to complain. I mean, I think if this was twenty dollars, you know, and this is the most that I've used it so far, this is it's almost paid for itself. Maybe one or two more sessions, and then it'll be a cash flow positive, in my opinion. So Adam pays about what is this? Maybe three to five dollars per time he gets to lean back. That's his like tipping point for like comfortability. Uh, I just earned another five dollars right there. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the proof will be in the pudding. Um, if the listeners can hear a difference, or if I can hear a difference when I'm editing, then um, you know, twenty dollars well spent. If uh, otherwise, it may just sound about the same, and Adam's more comfortable. Which, hey, if you're willing to throw twenty dollars at that, I'm not going to complain about that either. That's money well spent in my book too. Very good, very good. So uh, this is like some extreme, like follow-ups uh you know slash just i'm kind of curious but um you know in light of uh you know on the day we're recording by the way uh this is uh apple's developer conference week and so you said you wanted to um like brush up on some coding stuff and and it kind of triggered my memory when i was uh writing the outline today and and i was like hey you said you were gonna you know, reactivate your treehouse and uh, and work on some. I think you said Python was the thing you were going to work on, but I'm kind of curious. Has Adam done that? Is Adam working on that? Where's where's the progress on that? Uh, my treehouse subscription is still currently uh, paused, so no, I haven't gotten around to that. Um, like I said, we're in the process of getting ready to move, and the kids are getting out of school, and you know, I was busy with work for a while, and. Yeah, man, it's just things get in the way, and this was on the back burner. And between getting home, you know, getting the kids, you know, all ready for bed and then in bed and then working out and then, you know, spending time with my wife, it's like there wasn't really any other time to to give at this point. So after we move, I'll hopefully have more time and then I'll be able to, but Lou... uh Let's just say that by the end of the year, which was my goal for this, uh, it will definitely get done. So it's been getting deferred and deferred and deferred. It will get completed before the end of 2018. All right. Fair enough. It's just uh, it's it's on pause in your OmniFocus. So uh, no complaints there. I, I just was curious. I figured I'd check in. It's in that waiting context, you know, because I'm not on that new tags, you know, system yet. Yeah, that's true. It's uh you haven't splurged for the uh, OmniFocus 3 yet? I'm still, I'm rocking my trial. I still got like 10 days left or something like that. So 
but on the Mac, which is where I'd be doing this stuff, it's not a it's not a tag, it's a context. Yeah, that's going to be interesting for a little while. That hybrid approach of OmniFocus three on iOS and uh, two on the Mac is uh, it's weird. iOS ahead of the Mac, but uh, you know it works, I guess. So anyway, um, well, I guess that does it for uh, this week. And uh, if you uh, like us, you can uh, rate us in Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate that because. Uh, no, a few more ratings never hurt, right, Adam? Nope it it definitely helps us, uh, you know, kind of surface the show for more people. So if you like it, share it. I think it's kind of been a topic that we we usually don't mention, but I think it's worth you know bringing up again. But yeah, leave us a review, share it with a friend, like, comment, and subscribe, as every YouTuber every YouTuber would say. But yep, same old spiel. Samuel Spiel, and uh, do check out the uh, new website at uh, creativegeniusfm.com, right? Adam goes quiet. I hope that was a right. I'm just waiting for Skype to, to catch up with its buffer, you know? Like, you say creative genius, and then I was like, mm, and then Skype was like, hey, I'm going to leave you with a cliffhanger here. Let's see if Lou got the URL right. And then it comes in jarbled, like, rah, 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 rah. And then I hear Adam went quiet, and I was like, oh, boy, I didn't get to hear the whole URL read. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, I think I got it right, so we're good. But uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll talk to the the listeners again next week, and uh, I hope you're hearing this all in lag again. No, that, that time Skype kept up. So good job, Skype. Thank you. Awesome. I'm totally going out on that. I'm I'm including the the conversation about the lag. I don't care. No one's going to li- want to listen to every backpack that I've tried. Like th- this isn't a YouTube video review where I could like say this is the backpack that I tried. I love this backpack because it has pockets here and here. This is an audio medium. So me talking about a backpack and describing like what it's like is like yep. Snooze. Fast forward.